Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Going Greyhounds for Tuesday, October 31. My name is Kat Ernst and joining me to talk all things greyhound racing for the next half an hour is Tab's Jared Duffy. Good morning to you, Duff. How is Queensland this morning? Good morning, Kat. 30 degrees, not a cloud in the sky. Absolutely beautiful dream weather and hopefully it continues because I'm heading up that way on Thursday night for the Tab Ipswich Gold Cup final. First time being run at Group 1 level. Um, how are you feeling ahead of Thursday night? Because you're going to be on track with me, Daph. Yeah, uh, well, Thursday night, of course, we will have that Sky Racing Active coverage, Cat. So anybody who wants to tune in to the five or six minutes before each race, we'll have an in-depth look at those races. Obviously, uh, you'll be able to view those as well and, and a bit of a synopsis after each race. But um, it's unfortunately, there's a scratching there in that Ipswich Cup final, the red runner, all natural for the Zamets, uh, little brother to JSJ. Had a little stress fracture uh, in his hock after the, the heat win last week, so I guess that makes it even a more impressive performance. But he'll be on the sidelines for a few weeks, so he's out. Um, but it's a pretty good support program. I had a look through them last night, so looking forward to Thursday night. And I think it's going to be a warm night as well. Absolutely. We'll just touch on the Ipswich Gold Cup and um, obviously all-natural scratching. Um, wasn't all bad news for Team Zamet yesterday, though, because I did notice Kealoa, who is the mother of all-natural mm. and JSJ, whelped a litter to hooked on scotch five girls and five boys. So just goes to emphasise the highs and lows of greyhound racing. Yeah, that's right. And, and quite clearly, I'm um, assuming that uh, some of those will be sold. You'd think they would go for a lot of money given what we've seen with JSJ and to a lesser degree all natural. She's been a, a pretty good broody Kealoa and by hooked on scotch, obviously they've gone in a different way than the, what they did with uh, with this litter, the Seneki litter, uh, but you'd think they'd be uh, an easy sell. And back here in New South Wales, the two feature events this week or the last week were both at Goulburn, obviously the, the Goulburn Cup, which we'll touch on soon, and the Fireball final pack of silk. She was absolutely outstanding. I didn't think she was entitled to win after missing the kick, but very determined um, and just shows um, what a bright future she has, obviously going to be restricted to the short course, as you would think, but um, she's an absolutely brilliant little girl. I've seen most of her runs in Victoria. She's run some really fast times on those country circuits over the shorts. And I must admit, when she didn't lead, I thought, well, it's curtains for her. But, gee, she showed some ticker um, to come from behind and win. So... That's a little feather in a cap that we hadn't seen before, but normally, you know, brilliant early pace. And sounds like Anthony has a party. He's going to uh, do the Country Cup circuit in Victoria. And, and why not? That 400 to 450 metre range is going to be right up her alley on those horseshoe tracks. And the Goldman Cup final, which we're about to dive into, quantifiable. She was brilliant. Outside of her, uh, what did you take away from the race? Nangar Jim, um, the greyhound you're connected with, didn't have a terrible lot of luck. He sort of got buried up in the ruck early. I thought he might actually lead, but uh, he was a valiant run uh, to go down by three quarters of a length. But all honours with the winner, quantifiable. She jumped to the front, whilst uh, a couple of those others that ran the quick times in the heats, the net likes of Nangar, Larry, etc., were hooked up in traffic back in the field. Just goes to show the advantages of being in front. She's building a really imposing record now. Absolutely she is, and let's get straight into things and listen to her replay from Friday. 
Racing, Quantifiable got out beautifully. Quantifiable's going to lead coin model Kenya Smurfette. Pushing up behind him, Nangar Jim and Nangar Larry out wide circling. Next up was Zipping Novak. Quantifiable uh, has found the front. One hot bandits out the back with Scorching Boy. Nangar Jim's after Quantifiable as they turn. Quantifiable in front, holding everything at bay. And Quantifiable wins the time-honoured Golden Cup from Nangar Jim, coin model. One hot bandit, four. Next up was Zipping. Quantifiable, a real tough little win, making our own luck out in front. And joining us now to have a chat about his girl is Chris O'Brien. Good morning to you, Chris. Uh, good morning, Kate. You must be absolutely thrilled with that performance. Uh, Box one just did everything right. And as we were saying before, when you begin brilliantly like she did and make your own luck out in front, they've got to be good to beat you. Yeah. Yeah. It um, it was a great day. And um, yeah, she she made her own luck and um, she began perfect. The week before she didn't. She um, hadn't been there for a while. And, uh, uh, but uh, she made up for it on Friday. And actually that was her first win from, I think four starts there. So, She's come second and third a couple of times. So, yeah, it was um, um, a very good day. Very happy with her. You picked the right time to win, Chris. Just on, on yeah, that mate. particular race, do, do you, was there a TV behind the boxes or were you looking at them from behind? Uh, looking at them from behind, yeah. It's, so um, you couldn't no see TV. what was going on until they get out nah. of that first turn? Yeah, you can't really see what's going on. And then... Um, uh, I knew she was leading, obviously, and then around the first turn, you sort of lose, just before the turn, you lose a little bit of sight, and then all of a sudden you go around the turn and then you can pick them up again. But as you get in the line, getting to the line, um, the the board, the the clock board there, oh, the um, semaphore board, yeah, semaphore board, you can't really see uh, at the end what's going on. So uh, she, I knew she either came first or second, but um, yeah, when the, once the number went up, I was um, I was stoked. Yeah. And it's funny, you've always said that she's no Mortified, who's obviously her little sister, but um, what do you make of her improvement over the last month or uh, maybe two months? She just seems to be really furnishing into an experienced little race dog and really developing a caper. Yeah, she is. She she tries really hard, and, and if she can nail the start, she's always going to be hard to beat. And most of the time, she does nail the start. Um, there's a couple of times there where she was clawing at the boxes and it was sort of 50-50 whether she, she jumped first, but um, she hasn't been doing that lately. I hope, it, I hope it stays the same because when she jumps, she's hard to beat, you know, whether it be 440 or 520. Um, and she has improved a lot. Um, she's getting stronger with every run, and when she first started out, a little bit dubious whether she was going to be a nice 500-metre dog, but um, at least she had the ability and just... I'm putting her around, and yeah, and um, she had a few breaks there with a few injuries, so she's won a few short course races, and I seem to bring her back that way, and um, and stepping back up to the 500, and, and she's getting it nice now. So yeah, she certainly yeah. is. It's interesting with those dogs, Chris, that that win on the horseshoe and don't really run the hands off the clock, but obviously it's an advantage in front. But you bring a dog like her back to Wentworth Park where she's had a couple of really fast wins recently by leading all the way. So there's no reason at all why she, you know, she's not going to uh, feature in Sydney racing for the next six to 12 months. She'll be in the shadow of Mortified to some degree, but she's in her own right. She's a good dog. She's a good dog, yeah. And um, unfortunately with uh, Mortified, she's just been missing it a couple of times. There. She sort of bunged her head against the, the boxes there a couple of weeks ago. Otherwise, she was down the front. And then um, 
And last week she didn't jump at all, so maybe she balked a bit. But um, but did run good races. But uh, this girl here, she, she just nails it. Uh, so um, she's always yeah, She's going to be hard to beat. And, you know, maybe the Christmas gift and something like that. And be a good race for her or Maitland Cup. Or, yeah, she's, she's adaptable and versatile. She can run two-turn, one-turn. And, and maybe that's come through the Benjo, uh, Benjo boy because he was a, a one-turner. So... Predominantly, mm. my dogs are all two turners, so there's um, a bit of a mix there. So it's good, to, good thing to have, really. Well, it's an incredible effort from her because on that, I wouldn't have said going into the series that she is a one turn dog, really. Um, mm. And it just shows how good she actually is and how determined she is to be, you know, really mixing it with these speed dogs. Yeah, hundred percent. That was a, that was a really good field the other day, and um, yeah, I, I, look, I was. A little bit confident with the box, and she had to jump and do her thing. And then, as she said, there was a little bit of a mess up behind her on the corner, and that obviously helped her stick on because you don't want Nangar Lowry eyeballing you, um, um, leading into the straight because he's a very strong dog and he, and he knows the track very well. And um, unfortunately for him, he copped a bit of trouble there on the corner and got pushed out and got pushed back. But um, which uh, it was always a, always a chance of happening. Uh, in big races, uh, well, they're all sort of vying for a position and trying to get to the rail and get to the bunny. And, um, yeah, so we got a little bit lucky, I guess, in a way. But, but she showed her determination and and kicked on the line, which was a really good effort. You're right about it being a good field. I mean, that was mm. as good a country cup field that we've ever seen anywhere. Um, so all credit to, uh, to her leading all of the way. Now, you did just touch on it before. You're looking at the Christmas gift. What about in between now and then? Um, well, I probably, um, may take her down to, um, Victoria for the Melbourne Cup heats, uh, with her sister okay. and, and hopefully Modern Swing will be ready by then as well. So that's a few weeks away. So that's probably, um, where we may go. Um, yeah. So, and then obviously the Christmas gift and then there's a couple of other races in the year up here. So. Yeah, that's that's maybe the plan, I'd say. And it must be exciting to have a team that's good enough to go on the road. I know you took the girls down there earlier in the year and had some success. Uh, Mortified mm. won a heat of the Australian Cup, uh, run 29.70-odd around the Meadows. And I know um, we're probably a little bit different going to Sandown, but you'd think that that track would suit them equally as well. And, um, I mean, if they can go down there and strut their stuff against some of the best, there's no reason why... Uh, they wouldn't be up for grabs for a race like the Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, 100%, Kat. Um, the Phoenix is held at Meadows. Um, they're probably suited to the Meadows better. They just sort of pinpointed, sort of pointed about sand down. But they have trialled there and trialled well. So, um, yeah, maybe, um, maybe quantifiable would be better suited to sand down more so than the sister. But, um yeah, we'll just, um, as it gets a bit closer, we'll work it all out. And, yeah, I suppose as long as they're fit and healthy, you've got to have a crack at these big races, don't you? We'll win one. Hopefully Mortified will win one one day. <laughs> I said yeah. before that oh, I thought she'd win one before her sister, but it, it, it didn't work out that way. <laughs> so. Well, just on Mortified, you're right about that, but just on Mortified, enormous run on Saturday night, second, yeah. uh, second to Aglan, Luai, which which ran a flying 29.46. He did. Yeah, he did. He um, come out come out really good and it was on a barney all the way and 
full credit to him. He um, he can do that on his day too. He's a good dog, and um, mm. but uh, yeah, she 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 the week before where she come from behind, she showed that um, she can do that as well. So she's a little bit versatile there. But um, with him uh, last week, he was a stronger dog than the week before. So um, she was always going to find it hard. She didn't begin. So. She's yeah. just getting into that nasty little habit since she's come back mm. from a spell of just missing the kick, isn't she? Mm. Yes, she is. Yeah, I've got to. Yeah, I've got to try and get her out of that habit. It's not a good habit to be to have, and um, we need to jump and run. And that's, that's when she shows the best and can run the hands off the clock. She can. Really, she really can. So, hopefully, um, they've done it before. She will do it again. So, so, hopefully, sooner than later. How many do you have in work, Chris? Um, anywhere between. Seven and ten, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. And um, any promising pups coming panel. through? Um, yeah, there's a there's a there's a there's a Pindari um, ex- Pindari Express pitch coming through that had a little injury there that. Okay. Um, but uh, she's uh, very very quick early. Um, I don't know whether. Hopefully, she'll get over a bit more ground at this stage. She'll be a short courser, and I'll I'll just utilise the speed to. Um, Hopefully, win a few races if I can with her. But she's shown a lot of ability. Um, yeah, one of the dogs, brothers, is out injured. He's um, got a little bit of, well, actually, two of them, they've got a little bit of ability as well. So, um, just don't know how far they're going to go. But, um, yeah, they're, they're, um, they're, they're big boys and probably just going to need a bit more time, I'd say. And last one from me um, just these girls um, that you're racing at the moment, it just must give you such a thrill just for those playing along at home. Um, obviously, it, it dates back to a bitch called Tifi who was out of Chili Burger who you trained and mm. she was a, a great brew bitch herself, produced Double Twist, who was a New South Wales Greyhound of the Year and one of her progeny was Tafire who's produced yeah. Banjo Tafire, the mother of um, Mortified and Quantifiable. So it stretches yeah. back a few generations for you and obviously mm. includes the likes of Good Odd Serrata, Feral Frankie. They've all come from this line. Um, yeah. You must get such an enormous kick out of just seeing how well it's progressing and knowing that you've played an instrumental part in that as well. Yeah, it does. It's well, I get a kick out of it when I see, um, you know, especially when Carol Frankie and Good Odorata are racing. They're terrific, terrific dogs, and um, they came out of Solar Pack. It was by Megambo out of Tiffy, and then um, Double Twist. She was a little beauty too. She was a pocket rocket, but well, what a dog she was. And um, yeah, it's really, really good. I, I'm happy to see that other trainers know as. Um, have a bit of success with with the line. It's yeah, we can't keep them all, so we generally keep two or three of them and um, sell a couple each litter. But um, yeah, whether the boys want it, and girls want to sell any this time around, and she's she's um, been impregnated now and um, out of range. So um, uh, just last week. So whether they want to sell or keep the whole lot, I'm not sure. So it could be a couple for sale. Who knows? But um, yeah, it's very exciting. This will probably be her last for the banjo to fire, so we'll just see what happens. He's been a successful stud dog out of range, hasn't he? I know that he's domiciled in Ireland now. He's been there for several years, but haven't been a lot around, but most of them can run. Yeah, most of them are quality, and they're, and they're usually pretty strong, so we decided to go that way. And being a son of Fernando, there's a click with, um, obviously, the first litter. Mm. So I thought, well... You know what? It's 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 probably worth a try, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a little bit of a click there. So 
and as I say, he throws a strong dog and a, and a quality dog, and um, he's had success overseas too. So, um, yeah, I was happy I went that way, and um, yeah, hopefully she can produce another mortified or a modern spring or a quantifiable. Yeah, you think they'd be able to run. All right, Chris, yeah. congrats again for winning the Golden Cup. A terrific performance Thank to you. lead all the way with Quantifiable. Uh, looking forward to keeping an eye on, uh, well, firstly, Quantifiable, Mortified, and Modern Swinger uh, when it comes back from a spell as uh, you venture down south. So I know that we'll be talking to you again soon. Good luck in the coming weeks and months. Uh, thanks very much. Talk soon. Thanks again. Thanks. Uh, Chris O'Brien there, Cat. Uh, pretty handy kennel. Yeah, absolutely, and I just, every time you look back through the line of these girls, it's just absolutely amazing, and it obviously stretches back to Alice Dooley, which is power to burn, so yeah. it just it just goes on, and it's just immersed in quality. It's just um, absolutely amazing that it's still going on. I think it's probably the most potent line still racing in Australia, so um, yeah, it's just remarkable, the success that's still going on, and no doubt into the future, Chris is going to have plenty of fun. Certainly, yes. We might take a short break and then we'll come back and have about, uh, a chat about life in general, Cat. Land at Toyota Ladies Day, the most fashionable event at the Hawkesbury Racing Calendar, Thursday, November 9th. The eight-race card includes the $200,000 listed Land at Toyota Ladies Day Cup, plus fantastic live entertainment and fabulous prizes for fashions on the field. Arrive early for a free reading from renowned local psychic June Lorraine. Dress to impress and enjoy the thrill and excitement of being trackside at Hawkesbury Race Club. Gates open 11am. For more info, call 4577 or go to hawkesburyraceclub.com. Form Guide, brought to you by Same Race Multi on the Tab app. Combine multiple runners for bigger odds. You win some, you lose more. Feel the thrill of world-class racing. With $10 million to be won on James Squire Golden Eagle Day, gather your friends for a feast of street food pop-ups, award-winning dining, fashion competitions and live DJs. James Squire Golden Eagle Day, November 4 at Rose Hill Gardens. Book now at theracers.com.au. Sick of cheap bloodstock insurance that doesn't deliver? HQ Insurance offer mortality policies with superior features, including life-saving surgery cover, agreed value, and all with HQ's renewal extension clause. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more. Be sure, insure with HQ. How good is the bull? You've heard about it. Now it's time to find out for yourself with Ambassador Travel. All roads lead to Warnable in May for three action-packed days of racing action with some of Australia's premier jumps events, like the Grand Annual Steeplechase and the Gallywood Hurdle as well as the Wongoom and the Warnable Cup. Plus, you'll take in the Great Ocean Road, Port Campbell National Park and the unmissable 12 Apostles. Book now to avoid disappointment and create a lifetime of memories. Call Ambassador Travel today on 07 or visit ambassadortravel.com.au. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing, she pinged again, bears bullets straight to the inside. Down the outside was Jen Shoy together with Top Gun, who was slightly checked going around the first turn. Bears bullet leads by two, Jen Shoy, six lengths away, swish, followed by Caramel Queen, then came Refulgent, Top Gun, well back holding one and Caramel Queen. Off the back, the leader is Bears Bullet. She leads by a length and a half. Jen Shoy's not shirking the task. It's coming to the outside. Bears Bullet in front, she pulls away now Bears Bullet, Bears Bullet two legs, Jen's joy, a huge run third home was Caramel Queen followed by holding one Then came That was Bears gun. Bullet setting the time standard in the heats of the Tab Ipswich Cup last Thursday and joining us to have a chat about his girl heading into the final is trainer Travis Elson good morning to you Trav uh, Good morning 
First of all, let's just touch on that win from Thursday night because she did everything right. And as we were just saying with our last guest, Chris O'Brien, you make your own luck out in front and that's just what she's known for, isn't it? Yeah, look, that's her trait. Um, you know, she's uh, most of her wins, if you've watched a lot of her replays, she's uh, led and, and um, that's how she can pinch it. She can, you know, get that break on them and seems to break their hearts and they can't run her down. You're right about that, Trav, and, and the other thing too, it's all well and good to be in front, but she's running time in those first splits. She ran 5.17 there uh, two weeks ago, 5.22 in the heat the other night, but when they're running 30, 15, 30, 20 in front, nearly impossible to run them down around Ipswich. Yeah, look, she's um, look, she's only new to Ipswich. She's only had the two runs on the track, and, um, you know, if you would have said to me, you know, they would have said Ipswich was a little bit of a harder of a run, distance-wise than Albion Park, because at Albion Park she tends to get a little bit tired over 5.20, but her run home there on Thursday night in the heats um, was probably just as quick as anything that was in all the heat winners. So, no, very happy with the way she hit the line as well as her first section. And she's just been such a consistent little dog for such a long time as well. Obviously, she uh, going back a couple of months ago, won a heat of the Brisbane Cup. Um, and she's thereabouts in all these big races. Uh, she represented Queensland down in the Nationals. So um, just talk us through her career and the ride she's taken you on because everyone would love to have one like her. Yeah. Yeah, no, look, she's she's been a, a real little gem. Like, box speed is sort of a key. Um, you get a greyhound with her box speed, it, it wins you a lot of her races. And um, from day one, from when we broke her in, she's just, been a real lid pinger and can run that first section splits of you know a lot quicker than a lot of the other greyhounds in the races and and that what sets it up for her to to steal those races and she's um i mean look she's been run over before um you know she's she has to find the fence she will cut down to the rail and but like i mean at the moment the way she's running she's full of confidence um she could jump to the front she'd be very hard to run down Travis, I think we forget she's only two and a half. She's had the 38 starts, but she's got plenty of racing ahead of her. And you mentioned about uh, jumping to the front and crossing to the fence. Well, we now know that uh, the red runner uh, all naturally is out, but the the two and the three, Blue Hornet and Sanvi, not really uh, renowned for for early pace. So there's every chance she's going to find the front pretty early there again. Yeah, mate, good chance. Uh, the reserve dog of mum that goes into it, yeah. Hello Bill, uh, he, he does have a fair bit of box speed himself. Um, he didn't begin really great there last Thursday in the heats, but in, in saying that was his first look at Ipswich. So um, I, I don't know if the dog can miss it two weeks in a row. So he, he's a dog that has got a lot of early speed as well. So uh, he could be a bit interesting coming to that first corner, but... Um, Mate, all we can hope for is um, she keeps pinging the way she has been there, the two starts she's had, and I'm sure she's going to be, you know, charging to the the front on that first corner. And just touch on uh, Bez Bullet's breeding as well, because obviously bred by your family and uh, owned by Hope. And looking at the line, it's been a lot of patience from you. Um, her mother, mother's, uh, Mama's Hope only won the nine races from 110 starts, and she was out of a bitch called Summer Sizzler, only won three from 54. So you've obviously seen that there's been something there to breed with them because there have probably been two lines of bitches that 
not a lot of people would bred with, but perseverance and foresight, um, you obviously saw something there and it's paid off. Yeah, look, um, for the race bitches, they weren't the best race bitches, but they were out of a good line and um, that line's just kept on throwing for us. And uh, we've found in the past of breeding that um, not the fastest of the litter has been the best. So we don't just breed from the quickest ones in the litter now. We, we give a give them all a go and um, and that's been paying success for us. And Travis, just on your mum's dog, Hello Bill, which now goes into the red box, he's got a good red box record. He hasn't run the times that Bears Bullet has run before, but he's got that little bit of early pace. Might create a problem for her. Yeah, look, mate, look, he, that that is could be an issue, but um, look, the good thing with him, though, he does want to stick to the fence, or he's not going to come drifting out causing any trouble. Um, the only one that could probably look at um, causing coming down on top of us is probably the seven, um, Jen's Joy. Yeah. It, um, it give it to um, Bears Bullet all the way around there last week, so it was a really good run at the bitch of Jamie Hoskins. And just touching as well, Trav, on the prize money up there in Queensland and the way things are headed up there because $150,000 to the winner of the Ipswich Cup on Thursday night. It's outstanding. Now a Group 1 event. Um, we've got the new track, obviously, on in in uh, happening at the moment. Uh, looks set to be delivered next year. Um, it looks like it's all guns blazing up there in the Sunshine State. Yeah, no, look, the, the Cup this year, the Ipswich Cup, worth 150000 you know, if you would have said that to, you know, the trainers up here five years ago, they would have laughed at you, the prize money that we've had this year, not only just for the Ipswich Cup, the Brisbane Cup, the gold bullion prize money right across the board um, in Queensland. This year's been amazing, even the, the Q Gold races that they've put on up here. And um, hopefully they can sustain that and the races um, keep going on. And I think, like, once we get the new track, hopefully it's... Uh, um, it all keeps rolling on and the industry keeps going strong up here in Queensland. Where are you actually positioned um, in relation to Brisbane and, and Ipswich, Travis? How, how handy will that new or that new facility be to you? Look, I'm north of um, Brisbane. I'm up on the Sunshine Coast. So I'm about an hour and a half track down to Albion Park and um, right. about two hours track I will be down to um, Ipswich and the new Perga track. They're pretty similar to each other where they stand. Will that present any problems to you traffic-wise? Are you looking to move or you stay where you are? Uh, look, at this stage, we'll travel down. Um, Albion Park's still going to race for the next at least uh, 12 months, and that's where mm. the majority of we do our racing. So um, mate, we'll just stand still for where we are and, and just see how we go with the travelling and can look at something like that down the track. Well, it's uh, very exciting for the industry up there in Queensland, Trav, and it's going to be a massive week, hopefully, for you guys uh, heading up to Ipswich this week. And all the very best with Bears Bullet in the final. Um, as we were saying before, she's just one of those dogs that absolutely everyone would love to have in the kennel. Um, and hopefully she does everything right and makes her own luck out in front for you. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us, Trav, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll both be up there on Thursday night and we'll catch you then. Okay, awesome. Thank you. That was Trav Elson Duff and...
what a, a night it's going to be. As you said, it's a good support card there on Thursday. We've also got the past members trophy over the 630 metre distance. Hasn't been without its controversy, that race, but it looks like no, it's shaping up to be a good no, one. No, I'm not quite sure what the right answer to that one is, but um, uh, Les and Ryan, the connections of um, Bogey Hurricane, you've got to feel for them because uh, faster seat winner and not in the final, but... That's a story for another day. Um, I might just quickly whip down this market for the Ipswich Cup cap because we just put it up this morning. One all-natural is scratched. Two, Blue Hornet, the track record holder at three. Sandy for Tommy Zavallis at 5.50. The favourite is Bears Bullet at 2.80. Five, Dino Way at 19. Six, King of Aces, 5.50. Seven, Jens Joy. Nice price, I thought, $19. Eight, Get Carter. Races in blinkers at 15. The Reserve, um, Cindy Elson, Travis's mum. Uh, he goes into box one. He's a $10 pop and magistrate the other reserve at $4.40. So I don't know your early thoughts on that, but I thought Bears Bullet might be a, a shade shorter, maybe around about the 225 mark, and I could definitely have something on Jen's Joy at $19 uh, because she's the other potential leader there. Yeah, without giving too much away, obviously we're going to have a preview up on the Sky Racing website later this week ahead of that final. But... Um, yeah, look, Bez Bullet, I thought she was naturally the one to beat. Um, perhaps Hello Bill, um, you know, he's, he's got the gun draw now, if, assuming that there's no further scratchings and he can mm. make his own luck out in front as well. Whether he's quite up to the class, I don't think he's probably the same class as dogs no. like Bez Bullet and King of Aces. But boxes, and... boxes are crucial around Ipswich. Exactly. Um, I think... It will be very interesting. Um, a lot of them will be play, praying that there's no more scratchings because Magistrate sitting in there is the second reserve. And yep. if he gets a start in the race, I think he can really shake things up. He probably is the best dog in the field if he does get a run. That's it. Now, this time, we're going to take a short break and then we will come back and we will discuss life. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf Store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh, yeah. Looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see your local expert at Drummond Golf. At Tab, we're on for Golden Eagle Day at Rose Hill Gardens. Van Gogh goes to I wish I win, who kicked and won. The world's best four-year-olds battle it out with an incredible $10 million in prize money. Plus the $3 million giga kick stakes for the sprinters. Driver let's go with a big run. Driver has come from last. See you at the Golden Eagle Saturday, November 4. Tab, we're on. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Well, Cap, before we finish up today's show, I thought we might have a look at a few of the feature races coming up. Obviously, we've got the Top Guns uh, all done behind closed doors. I think um, those, uh, those fields will be announced Thursday night? Uh, Thursday morning on the morning Thursday line, night. so... Uh, we've got Corey Smith and Jason Adams making that announcement. 9 a.m. Sky Racing 1. So uh, we'll have the stayers and the sprinters. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be part of the panel uh, discussions for those two races on Sunday. And I can say that um, 
there were a few interesting decisions. I think there's going to be plenty of discussion. every year. Yeah, well, exactly right. There was a little bit, we had a little bit more discretion this year to, um, okay. I guess, um, try well, and from make what I've heard more... in the past, um, it's, it wouldn't be inappropriate to take boxing gloves into these, uh, these mergers. <laughs> no, it was actually, it was, it was very, very amicable this year, which was, uh, which was nice and very understanding. I, I think it's good um, to go into it with a bit more of an approach of um, what makes the best race yeah. More than, um, you know, certainly like maybe going back six, 12 months into a, yeah, a I, I don't get records. that. Um, uh, my, my idea of it is the Top Gun should be the best eight that are going around at the moment. And where do you draw the line at what won a group race? Is it six yeah. months, 12 months, three years? Um, so either way, it's going to be a fantastic field. And of course, following, following on from that, we've got uh, the races like the Melbourne Cup, etc. coming up. But plenty of talk around the Phoenix and... In the last week, um, we've found out that Alpha Zulu now has a slot um, for the Thompsons. Um, so it's now the $3 equal favourite with Postman Pat, who has a slot. Then Big Energy at five. Morton's been setting tracks on fire at eight. Sage Tenniel, national sprint winner at eight. Victor Damien, who we haven't seen for several months now at eight. Wow, she's fast. Um, I think Wow, she's fast is back this week. Uh, somewhere at $10, JSJ 12, Transponder 12, and the rest of 15 or better. So a lot of talk around uh, the Phoenix. Mentioned that the two slot holders already at Thompson Greyhounds, but they've got they've got half a dozen dogs. There's every <laughs> opportunity for them to have most of the field. I was just about to say there's every chance that Team Thompson will end up with at least half the field in the Phoenix. So yeah, um, they've probably got... I know they've got a boutique, boutique kennel and um, smaller numbers than, you know, probably Dailies or Britons and co. But if you were to go pound for pound, the, the dogs they've got in their kennel, it'd have to be the best kennel in Australia. I think they've only got 17 or 18 races. But you have a look down the list. So the two I just mentioned, you've got Umberto, the, the megastar winner, Transponder. Uh, last couple of runs have been off, but, you know, he's a legit free-for-all performer. This unbeaten youngster called Verdi, uh, which won a heat of the Northern Districts Cup yesterday at uh, Shepparton, um, smashing the 25-second barrier, 24.88 it ran. So there's Verdi. Future Zulu, which won there yesterday, which Jason Thompson's on the record as saying this is the fastest greyhound he has ever had, Future Zulu. Then we've got uh, Tim Zoo, who's been beaten a few times. He's a big, awkward dog. And, of course, the one that's burst on the scene in the last couple of weeks called Explicit. Now, Explicit's had four runs uh, for the Thompson Kennel and it's won them all. But uh, the, the one run last Saturday night at the Meadows on a track that was deep harrowed on the Thursday, 4.97 early. That's unheard of. Um, broke 30 seconds there. But uh, the track was pretty heavy, as I said. So, yeah, quite feasible. Thompsons might have four, five, maybe even six in that Phoenix final. And the thing that makes it so interesting is, um, you know, the fact that we get well, the the slot holders and the connections get to pick pick the box draw. So uh, it yeah. makes it um, a lot more open for discussion because you've got a dog like Transponder, whereas if you were just picking into a, a race that was just going to be random assigned box draws, he might be one that you sort of thought, oh, well, I don't really want to go with him because we know he wants to, to push up the track. Um, but the fact that you can pick box draws as well, it makes dogs like him probably even more appealing because there's a good chance that you're going to be able to draw wide with him. It's a good point because you would think, um, irrespective of who makes their way into the final, 
Um, when it comes time to selecting the box draws, I wouldn't think there'd be too many people would want an outside draw at the Meadows. I mean, it's it's a dangerous place to be trying to win from outside draws, but he's capable of doing that. So, so many question marks uh, to unfold. I mean, it's still, what, six weeks away. So, plenty to talk about in uh, in the weeks leading up to it. Now, you and I are both on the panel for the tab making their, their choice in the slot. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot here. If you had to pick any dog, it could be one of the ones that are already in there. What dog would you want heading into the Phoenix right now? It changes every day. Um, up until last week, it would have been Umberto, who clearly needed the run the other night. Um, I was a fan of Transponder, but his form's gone off. But, gee whiz, it's hard not to have been impressed by Explicit. Um, all four runs for the Thompsons. And the other thing, too, is he's only been there five or six weeks, I think, but you just have a look through his runs and his times. He's improved every time. I don't know whether you can go any quicker than 4.97 at the Meadows, but that's a track where where that kind of speed is such a huge advantage. So right today, it'll be explicit, but that can change. What about you? I actually am really enamoured with a dog, uh, Big Energy. Um, he's been racing really competitively. Uh, ran second in that Cranbourne Cup last week at Sandown. Thought it was an amazing run in defeat from a wide draw. And mm. um, he's had a few tricky boxes recently, but you look at his form, he hasn't finished further back than first or second uh, since August. So he's going really well and hitting his form at the right time. And Team Greeno, they know how to win a, a Phoenix, don't they? They certainly do. All right, Cap, let's go in Greyhounds for another week. Just a reminder to anybody who um, has the time or the inclination on Thursday night, Sky Racing Active, myself and Cat will be at Ipswich all night. We'll have a five or six-minute lead into each of the races, obviously an extended coverage of um, the past Members' Cup over the longer trip and the Ipswich Cup, the Consolation, uh, etc. And there's a sprint final there as well. And uh, we'll have some sort of decent coverage heading into the cup final itself. So that's Thursday night. Join us if you can online uh, on the Sky Racing Active app. Kat, thanks for your time this morning. I'll see you Thursday night. Looking forward to it, can't wait.